0: Our mission is to, to serve. have the lowest number of customer complaints. Our first responsibility is to the We director. haven't mentioned anything about integrity. That's what it's all about. We are providing
1: entertainment solutions. Changing corporate America, one owner at a time. This is the Darren Martin show.
2: All right, all right, all right. This is Darren Martin, and normally, I would look to my right, and Kevin Burgess would announce this is Kevin Burgess, but I have...
0: Dean Lindsay. Wait, (laughs) dude. John Miller. (laughs)
2: I was going to play that out a little bit. We are oh, going were? to play 20 questions. We don't got time. See, I got so much to say. To see so if I can figure out who you were. Who? Okay, anyway, next. yeah. So uh, Kevin is always missed when he's not on the show, uh, and but he could not be here today. So I brought in longtime friend, speaker, author, gadfly, curmudgeon,
0: I am I am a little curmudgeonly. You
2: can be a little curmudgeonly. I know yeah,
0: no one else would know that actually Yeah. You?
2: So actually, no, I am so stoked about having you on, Dean.
0: I am really really honored, man. Your your show is dynamite.
2: Well, you, you know, uh, you invited me along on a on a radio thing on KLIF a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and then I ended up being on the air with you and then we had so much fun that I thought we would just uh we, in fact, I want to word for word replicate that show. Okay. Okay, not really. So, because Dean is here, this is gonna be, it's it's the Darren Martin Show, but I wanna talk about you, and I wanna talk about this book in particular, The Progress Challenge. The
0: Progress Challenge.
2: Okay, so tell me, it it says working and winning in a world of change. Now, you know I have a book coming out eventually called Real Change Now. Yeah. And you kinda poo-poo the idea of change in favor of progress. Well, what's all, that what's that all about?
0: Well, I, I guess I guess it's really the way it hits your noggin. All progress is change, but not all change is progress.
2: Okay, what do you what do you mean by that?
0: Well, all progress is change. So so well, let me give you an example, I guess. Uh let's say I have an upset stomach. My tummy hurts. Right? I go, "Oh man, my stomach hurts. I need change. This has got to change." And you lean over and pop me in the nose.
2: Okay, do you is want that me to cha-? No, I don't. No, no, do you no, want me to do no, that right now? The
0: example ends right there. This is not okay. this is not Yeah, this is radio. Um or podcast uh so that's change but it's not progress so when you use the word i guess my answer to you back would be define the word real when you say real change now no how no are you we're, not, we're not
2: we're not turning i'm the host you're not turning well, then i will back define on your me. term real when okay. you say the
0: word real you mean good you mean positive
2: okay and in fact i'm now changing the title of that book it's good. gonna be called good change now yeah no uh but okay real no you're right because not all change is good
0: right well, good change is positive. It's the it's very Gandhi. You know, Gandhi said, "Be the change you want to see in the world." If it's the change you want to see, then it's progress.
2: Okay, so how do you differentiate? Because uh, there sometimes there is change doesn't feel like progress. You go through a breakup, you you lose a job, something along those lines, but it it you know well, a breakup ends up what, working out for the best.
0: One person views that breakup as progress. Yeah, right. Yes, it might suck, but that's that is pro- downsizing is well, progress. Otherwise,
2: it wouldn't be breaking up.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't be breaking up, right? One person sees it as as the best best of a bunch of crappy options.
2: Okay, so what does uh, what does progress look like in the workplace? That's about as wide open a question as you can get.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's interesting. You know, there's a lot of terms that get popped out: um, teamwork and um, uh, you know, customer service. But I really believe that progress is an individual um, decision, and if enough people have that defined the same way of how to how to go about uh, feeling what I call the six P's of progress, uh, then they're going to be committed to the team's goals. But truly, an an organization is only as strong as an individual's individual goals and their belief that by achieving team goals, they can get closer to their individual goals.
2: I I was just talking about that this morning. I did a little talk over over at uh, Holmes Murphy in Dallas, give them a shout out. And I was talking about a company of owners and that, you know, your typical engagement rates, 29, this is all in the book, 29% engagement rate at a typical U.S. company. And why is that? And I say, because I think people are flat out bored. Right. They're not in. They're not invested in anything going on in the company. And this is a big problem I see is when people don't, when they feel like whatever the company's trying to accomplish, doesn't matter a hill of beans to them, then right. they're oh, yeah. checked out.
0: Oh, at the beginning. Oh, yeah. There's tons of people who are still who are clocked in but checked out.
2: Oh, that's good. I'm stealing that.
0: No, I've said it right here at first. <laughs> okay. I said it. A, I've said it a bunch. You could go back years. Clocked in, checked t- out. What does that mean? D- uh, well, clocked in means they're they're okay. These, here's another example. Just because everybody has the same logo on their business card does not mean they're on the same team.
2: That's very very true. Okay, can I quote all of these things sure. and, and mention D, you? Yes, and mention Dean Lindsay for the first three times, and, and then, then kind of forget take, who said it, and it, it they become mine.
0: If you say it with enough authority, they'll just think you said it anyway.
2: Creativity is the uh, art of remembering something somebody else said and forgetting somebody, somebody, where you heard it from. <laughs> it's Lincoln
0: or Ben Franklin.
2: Okay, so why the progress? challenge
0: because it is a challenge we have so many options of how we could invest our time that if we're really going to progress every year every month every week every day every hour we have to really dig into and internalize what progress means to us we're marketed and sold what progress should be okay so talk about that a little bit Well, there's one little big key component here that I didn't didn't, uh, throw out, and that is kind of the headiest thing in the Progress Challenge and in the first book, Cracking the Networking Code, and that is my premise of what I call the six Ps of progress.
2: Okay, let me – can I guess them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Plentiful.
0: There's six. I'm going to go ahead and let you just be wrong. Uh, uh, uh,
2: Plentiful? (laughs) Priceless. <laughs> Prince, uh, f- Prince with the T instead of with the C. Um, poppycock and uh, play ball.
0: You got one, Poppycock. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the six pieces. Six piece. No, six pieces are feelings. Everything we do, consciously or subconsciously, we do because we believe the perceived consequences of those actions. Are that we're going to feel the unique to us right mixture of pleasure, peace of mind, profit, prestige, pain avoidance, and power.
2: Wait, that was it. That that was six. That sounded like five to me.
0: Pleasure, peace of mind, right? Profit, prestige, pain avoidance, and power.
2: Okay, so break those down real quick. Well, they they give, give, give me two of them. Okay,
0: the well, first the one- two. Well, the, the ones that are usually talk. What would I say? Pleasure, peace of mind. Okay, I can do pleasure, peace of mind. Pleasure, peace of mind. Okay, let's talk about the easy stuff. Like, uh, have you ever been told that it was good to smile at somebody?
2: Absolutely, it is good to smile. at it, somebody.
0: Absolutely. Well, see, I don't. I don't take that at straight. Uh, it just. I don't want to ask why. Why is it good to to smile at somebody? It's because when you smile at somebody, how does that person feel? good it gives them a little bit of pleasure right right yes and and what does it encourage them to want to do
2: smile at other people and
0: and even and smile back at you and does that make it more accessible to you as far as more of an interaction absolutely absolutely that's what i mean by that's that would be an example it's contagious a pleasure peace of mind um
2: the only time it's not good to smile is what was that movie about the vietnam uh, war when they were um the guy was smiling because he uh, is Vietnamese. I grew up in Asia, so yeah. I'm actually Asian. Yes. And I have this, actually, even though I was born in America, but I have this. I smile sometimes when I'm uncomfortable or it's a tense situation, mm-hmm. and it's counter uh, intuitive for people in this country because you're smiling. That means a good thing. So anyway, I don't know. Why did I get on that big long
0: thing? Oh, no, culture's- was
2: that progress or was that change right there?
0: I think everybody listening will make have to decide for themselves. <laughs> okay. Awesome.
2: All right. So- you smile it makes somebody else feel good that's just one small little example okay and uh then there's
0: pleasure okay here's what i mean about challenge is there pleasure in being the ideal weight yes is there pleasure in haagen-dazs yes ah there's the challenge so what is going to bring you more pleasure? You have to, and who's selling you on being the ideal weight?
2: I'm working on the ideal weight, but I ate one of those little candy bars that y'all put in the jar. Exactly. Out there. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to hear about some of the more peas of progress from the great Dean Lindsay, author, speaker, curmudgeon, friend.
1: Don't go anywhere. More of the Darren Martin. <clears throat> oh, Sorry. More of the Darren Martin Show coming up. This is the Darren Martin Show. It's like we just can't help ourselves. Welcome back. Okay, Dean.
0: Yes, sir.
2: Uh, by the way, before we get into some more, more of the piece of progress, we met. How many years ago? 11-ish. Yeah. 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 No, right in that time frame. Mm-hmm. So it was right when
0: Cracking the Networking Code came out. Cracking
2: the Networking Code. Yes, sir. That's that's, yes. your, that's your first book. That's another whole topic. So, uh, But we met because I went and heard you speak right. at an HR thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, this guy's really good. And I had just started my consulting business. And uh, you, know, you were everything I aspired to be. And I'm like, I want to be that guy when I grow up. And uh, we've been friends ever since. That's
0: exactly right. We've done some neat stuff together. We
2: have done some neat stuff together. Much, much more to come. So you've put out, you know, another book since then, The Progress Challenge. Yeah. We were talking about the P's. Yep. The first one was pleasure. Right. And then what was number two?
0: Number two is peace of mind. Now, again, that smile thing is only one small little example, right? I mean, there, everything comes down to, where, you know, how you think you're going to get all these six P's, and they fluctuate. Everybody doesn't, doesn't have the same thing at each particular okay. time. Okay,
2: what percentage of people you encounter do you feel like have peace of mind?
0: have peace of mind Yeah. when I meet them or by the time I leave their presence? Oh
2: my word. Okay, you know what my BAM is, by the way. One of my BAMs, one of my mantras is I uh, amplify the inherent greatness in every person I meet
0: that's your yeah that's i like your uh, business so that would
2: be true for me because i hope their peace of mind has gone up so there you go their greatness has been amplified okay but just on average what how many people do you how many people listening to this podcast okay here's a question you're listening to the podcast do you have peace of mind what percentage of people do you think just answered yes and what percentage of people said no
0: i think that probably 28 percent said yes
2: i think it's low Right? Most people, they're but, bothered, they're thinking, they got something but, else but, but, going but on. But I
0: also would say that it's not like it's not like I have it and I get to keep it. It's always – I mean, it's just, that's another part of the struggle, the it's it's, challenge. It's, it's, a, it's a continual uh, challenge.
2: Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'm on this big kick uh, lately. Actually, I went and um, heard a guy up north, a buddy of mine as well, just wrote a book called uh, – uh, Charles Horton's going to kill me because I'm blanking on it. Uh, Ignite the – Secret, that's, that's what it's called. it's yes. a secret, yes. Cool. That like so, cool. uh, and he's a firewalker and all this stuff. And he's got a sign in his studio that says, Make it easy. And I am so big right now on things being easy. And when we say that's going to be hard, it's going to be a struggle, it's going to be it. No, I think we superimpose that on ourselves. We make stuff tougher than it has to be.
0: You know, it's funny when somebody says thank you, and then people say, No problem. I didn't think it was a problem. You know, just that's, that's silly. Not a good silly way to the it. way we use our language. Yeah, it is. And R- even the term "easy," I wanted to even dig in and say some people want to say that's lazy, or some people say then you should even do better. I mean, why not take it easy? I mean, this this whole thing is not supposed to be a struggle, but we have such a um, um, uh, this culture is so much about stress and strain and strain and stress, and you almost like you almost wear it as a as a as a trophy or a badge of of accomplishment that that I'm all so tied up in crap.
2: Okay, so one word, I've eliminated, I'm working on eliminating a bunch of words from my vocabulary. One of them is literally. I'm literally trying to not say that anymore. You just did,
0: you just ah! said it. Uh,
2: the other one is uh, busy. So we get this all the time, people are like, hey, how you
0: doing, oh, I'm, I'm really busy. I'm really focused would be better. Yeah, right? I'm
2: focused, or you know what, or I've had a really productive week. Yeah. Or, man, things life is awesome. Yeah, you I know. feel the
0: same way about it. And I, I, I catch myself doing it about, the, you know, the, the, here comes the weekend or working for the weekend or TGIF. I mean, I, 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 I'm really trying now to be as stoked about you know, Tuesday mornings as I am. Oh, but,
2: and why not? I know she yeah. just skipped right over Monday. You just skipped Monday and went straight to Friday. Is that still a carve out for you?
0: Well, Mondays I am now devoting to um, my, my relationship with Village Tech. So it's always cool.
2: Okay, so what's Village Tech?
0: Um, well, I, I I knew that I, because I always liked kids, and so um, I used to teach drama. Did you know I used to teach drama? I
2: did. In fact, you taught a celebrity drama I or know. something. Yes. Who, okay, I was, well, that was, who was that?
0: Around that same time, I was Leanne Rimes' personal acting coach on the movie she did with Bernadette Peters. Okay. Uh, that was the highlight of that of that acting coach thing
2: and leanne if you're listening call me because uh i want to have dinner with you
0: uh, yes and i, I, I called her kidding. i called her shooting she, she may actually be married now she's married she's married yeah, okay she's never married. mind scratch yeah, she, that later. um yeah but so 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 kids have always been a big big deal for me and that's what i did even at college to make my way through cause was working after school um program and one of my students uh her name is elizabeth um, became like one of the teachers of the year down in uh, South Dallas County. That's incredible. And then she stepped away and her and a bunch of renegade rock and roll superstars formed Village Tech. And uh, now I uh, get to help them uh, with this big campus they're putting together. And
2: um, Dude, that's like full circle. It's that's pretty pretty like cool. coming back around. And, and being able to have that kind of influence in people's lives and in kids' lives, I... Uh, Boy, I should not say this on the podcast because now I'm going to have to hold myself to it. But I'm of late, other than speaking gigs, in town a lot more. And one of the things that's kept me from doing more of a mentorship type uh, uh, deal, there's a high school over kind of semi-close to me where, you know, these are underprivileged kids and... So I want to start working with some of those kids. What would you? Well, what, you're
0: welcome at Village Tech.
2: Okay. Well, well, we'll just have to broker that deal, make that happen.
0: We can make a big deal about it.
2: So if you are talking to a, a seven-year-old, disadvantaged kid, he's in, a, he's in a bad situation, he's in a bad environment, he's not very happy with life, what would you tell him? What do you tell him? I actually did have that conversation the other day. And?
0: I told him I knew he could do it. Okay. I knew he could make things better, and I said that I don't, I don't know his situation, I don't know the particulars, but I knew that he had it in him to, to hang in there and to make um, choices that benefited him.
2: And that is true 100% of the time. You're not going to be in error. I mean, the way I view the world, you can say that to everybody in earnest—
0: it was. And I didn't have time to like dig into all the little things. And I didn't want him opening up to where he was going to, you know, make it to where I, because I couldn't solve all these problems that I know he legitimately had. Right. Right. But, but uh, that
2: voice is now bouncing around his head in the midst of all those other voices that are saying, you can't and do I also it. You're never going to be anywhere. You I also know. know
0: the surroundings that he is he's in, because he was, you know, he's a he's a student at Village Tech. So I know that he's getting that type of encouragement.
2: He's going to have some opportunities.
0: He's going to have some opportunities. Okay. He's just got to hang in there.
2: All right. Awesome. So uh, we've gone way far afield of what we were talking about. No, we haven't. No no, actually no, we're it's right a, on well, track
0: let me tell you here's, how, here's why it's the same thing because I'm, my Mondays I know are going to be rock yeah because I've designed it that way
2: yeah I love it that's fantastic so we're going to come back uh, a little bit after this and then we're going to don't forget at the end of the show we got to do I'm a fan of Dean you have to figure out what you're a fan of don't say it yet
0: <laughs> come on
1: Go anywhere. More of the Darren Martin. <clears throat> oh, Sorry. More of the Darren Martin Show coming up. Nobody moves. There's blood on the floor. And I can't find my heart. This is the Darren Martin Show.
2: rock and roll ain't noise pollution so are we happy about the axel rose replacement for brian johnson on acdc you are kevin evelyn you're
0: yeah i think it's pretty cool
2: okay well we'll see i, I, I are, are you going to see uh and more importantly are you getting us tickets to go see guns and roses when they come to town, or have they already come? I'm going to town? I'm gonna try. No, they haven't stopped in here yet, but they are coming to Dallas for the reunion tour. Okay, yeah. So, we, what, what do you
1: what do you think about the Axel thing?
2: You know, I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, there were people on, that were texting. Kevin, being one of them, the other Kevin, the co-host, Kevin B, uh, who's not here today. But Kevin was like, you know, it's the end of the world kind of deal. I, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm embracing it. Okay, we're going to embrace it. I gave it a shot. They've already performed once together, and it sounds pretty good. I can see his voice being consistent with the whole A C D C vibe. Sometimes so. it's confusing. Some inflections have that guns N' roses sound to it yeah. and it's a little bit weird, but still, man, I'd rather have that than no more A C D C at all. For well, sure, and so. if A C D C will every show from now on cover Welcome to the Jungle, that would be brilliant. That would be anyway, awesome. Yeah, I'm all in. Okay. So Dino, we were talking about I don't I don't know if you know this, Dean, but a lot of times people at work, they will uh lo- they they'll they'll check in. No, <laughs> I to totally butcher your quote.
0: They're you're trying to, they, they, they'll, they'll, they'll clock in, but they'll, they'll still be they out.
2: clock in, but they check out. I
0: don't they're, know if you know that. I do know that. There's some people who the hardest thing they, they do all day is get to work.
2: Yeah, that's true. And then it's just, they're done. Yeah, they're so, running
0: in and then they go, they clock in there. I take a break.
2: All right. So progress. Give me a few more Ps of progress.
0: Uh, well, the rest, I can do that. Too. So it's a pleasure, peace of mind. And then when we talk about p- peace of mind, it really does, you know, that's when you talk about customer service, providing a great customer service, or even more importantly, a company that says they've been around 75 years. Well, that is, people say that to help you feel peace of mind about working with them. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So the Except is- these
2: days, I stop saying that. Companies, quit saying that. Nobody cares. Uh, Unless I think by you say- and large, Now, if you say, hey, I've been making leather shoes for 75 years, there's some things or, I think or, it still applies or, to- he, he-
0: Here's the thing. You got to say that what that means to you is because people don't make that leap of what it means to you. Here's here's what here's the And thing.
2: I don't think those numbers, Matt. For most businesses, what that for a lot of businesses, what it means is, hey, we're still stuck in the past, and we're you know, or it uh, could what, mean, have, what have you done for me lately?
0: Uh, we've been around 75 years, so we have great relationships with vendors and get you the best price.
2: Okay, so saying that is fundamentally different from we've been in business 75 years. exactly because you could be in business 75 years screwing people over and you know uh just finding the next customers that come along. problem that's right maybe not but
0: you can uh, great choice
2: great customer service out there by and large uh as you're kind of knocking around the dallas world and you know dealing with people on the phone doing all that stuff great customer service not so great customer service is it the exception or the rule
0: uh, we live in a pretty cool place. Dallas has got pretty good customer service, especially, um, you know, in the the, you know, if, I mean, the cheaper you were willing to pay for something, the less the customer service. But I will say this in reference to customer service: if you want your external customer service to be first rate, your internal customer service has to be first rate first.
2: Okay, that makes no sense to me. What do you mean internal customer service? What are you
0: talking about? Well you have external It's all crazy talk now, Dean. Crazy No, you have external customer service and internal customer service. Your internal customer service is how you treat your fellow employees and your teamwork. That's the internal customers. We're all each other's customers. External customers are the people who are coming in and, and paying you know, paying their money internal customer service, external customer service.
2: Okay, so you're not talking about my inner child and my voice within myself. That's a whole other conversation. But you mean internally if the company's not working. So Herb Keller's deal was if you take care of your employees, your employees will take care of the customers. I mean, you've got to have that great company culture. I wrote a whole book about this. That's right. Company of owners.
0: Yeah, so that's the same premise though. If you're going to have, if your external customer service is going to be first rate, your internal customer service has to be first rate first.
2: Yes. So I uh, used to talk about two different airlines one was southwest airlines and the other one was another one uh and i would talk about hey who has better process because southwest has always been viewed as this very creative fun loving you know but when i would ask this question hey which has better processes well it turns out it's southwest as well and i say look one of the reasons that they uh can be in such great moods is because stuff works yeah you know if the plane's late all the time they're constantly dealing with you know people griping and complaining and they're being ridden you know by their boss
0: well actually you know you're talking about southwest and that everything we're talking about correlates and it's interesting that you brought them up because um uh, when i thought about you know the ideal what i'm what i was talking about in the progress challenge southwest was a, a prime example of how they work on internal uh, customer service to then prevail to provide absolutely customer and service. you
2: actually have an endorsement and uh, the, for one of your books from
0: no, well Julie Weber the head of head of people for Southwest wrote the forward
2: to Julie the, Weber wrote the forward to the progress challenge little shout out to Julie is she still there yeah yeah okay awesome cool okay so one more p
0: uh what I have left pleasure peace mind profit prestige pain avoidance and power which one you want
2: uh, I want uh pain avoidance I know
0: you can see that Everybody wants to avoid pain, but there's different levels of pain. Is there is there pain in um, not being able to pay your bills? Yes. Is there pain in cold calling? Yes. Okay. So then you got to size it up. Which one's more painful?
2: Right. So actually, Zig Ziglar said, if you are easy on yourself, life will be hard on you. But if you are hard on yourself, life will be easy on you.
0: Yeah. Same thing. Uh, this uh, uh, Jim Rohn um Basically, to paraphrase it. It's um, what's more painful, discipline or um, regret?
2: Yeah. Now, I, as I said, and I don't, I, I need to write a book on this, but I have to develop the thought a little bit more, but make it easy. So is cold calling hard? Yes, unless you decide it's fun as heck. And, and I'm not saying
0: cold calling isn't no, a no, thing no, to do. no. But
2: but you know what I'm saying. A lot of the things that we consider to be this is, uh, you know, one of the things I don't like. I don't like sitting down and dealing with the financial part of my business of doing uh, invoicing and having to sit down and go back and get those records and put all that stuff together. Well, I just decided a few months ago that no, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to have fun doing this.
0: Oh, well, I, in the, I'm, I'm hoping that you actually can do that. But I'm not saying you actually have to go. The pendulum—if you're actually going to get giddy about it—but yeah. you get—you do have to put it into perspective. Of it'd be, a, it would suck a lot worse if you had nothing. Oh to yeah, yeah.
2: And in fact, that's kind of the route I went. Was like, boy, isn't this awesome? This is incredible. That okay. you get to do it. Okay. Uh, can you stay around for four more shows? Yes. Okay. Actually, we're just going to do one more. But I'm a fan. This is something the great Kevin Burgess started. Oh, and fun. We end I like Kevin. With. I'm a fan. Can so. I come
0: back another time when Kevin's here?
2: Yes, you can. In fact, y'all can just come. Y'all can just come do the show, Kevin. Uh, this is—I I hate to preempt everything, but Kevin uh, very soon uh, is going to do his own podcast. Oh, spilling really the cool. beans on that! Spilling the
0: beans—that's the name are, of his show. Spilling yes, the beans. That's what it's yeah, called. You know, that Spill would, would be, be a good name for. <laughs> that is a
2: great name for the show. <laughs> that's what I call uh, my podcast. Okay, so what are you a fan of, Dean?
0: What am I a fan of? Um, you know what popped in my head for some reason is probably a movie. People, Sophie's Choice. I'm a fan of Sophie's Choice. It's just random. That's about as random as you get. I love, I love, I think that Sophie's Choice is one of the best movies of all time, and I encourage everybody to make sure before you, before you leave this earth, watch Sophie's Choice.
2: I did not like Sophie's Choice when I saw it. It's this a was painful probably, movie. Well, it was probably 30 years ago. I have a feeling that I would really like that movie today. Kevin Klein he's amazing I, I, in it. I mean, you know, I'm obviously a different person 30 years later. What else am I a fan later, of? But, okay, Kevin. Uh, I am a fan of Citizen Bar in Dallas. What is Citizen Bar? It's really cool, actually. From the front, it it looks like a little house, like so, like it would be a residential home. And you walk inside, and it's like this cool, like swanky bar slash club feel. It, it's just really cool feeling. I mean, walking you walk up in the porch, go in the front door, and then boom, you're in like a cl- club
0: bar scene. I love it.
2: Hey, we should talk because there's a little stretch of something, little building. Piece right next to my building, that uh, the construction workers are using it right now. But when they vacate, when the building across the street is done, I want to put a speakeasy in there. It's going to be no sign, no name, whatever. That's you awesome. Just open the door. You got to see this location. It's brilliant. Okay. I'm a fan of. Y-
0: yours should be really good because you actually knew the question, prepared an answer. I went random off the top of my head.
2: I'm totally going random as well. Bull. But I'm looking right in front of me, I'm a fan of my new little Mac okay it's a it's it's a it's a laptop always or always gadgets that was cool uh, uh, yeah what my i'm a fan of is you know 90 percent of the time an apple product not really i think i did do Me the too. apple pencil but this one is super light i got the gold yeah on the recommendation of john Hubbs, uh who got his first so of course i had to get it all ramped up and everything i, I had a computer stolen i had a bunch of stuff stolen down in houston somebody broke in and stole everything so i got some insurance money back and i went and updated my little computer scene and i love this because i could take it anywhere you know how important that is as an author yes that being able to have something to bring along with you makes it a lot easier
0: i bet sophie's choice looks really good on it
2: okay (laughs) that's what i'm gonna watch it on all right it's wrap with the great dean Lindsay. For more information on The Darren Martin Show, visit darrenmartin.com. That's
0: D-A-R-E-N-Martin.com and get social with us on Facebook and Twitter.